I don't want to ever get over being so astounded about the grace of God. That wonderful grace, not just that first encounter, but how often along the journey, it was nothing but His grace that kept me from the snares, that kept me from the enemy, that kept Him from just swallowing me up and taking me off. Thank God for that amazing grace that's got to be active in our lives on a daily basis. There's no God like this God. There's no Savior like this Savior to work on our behalves and in our lives. God bless you. Make your way to your chairs. Love you tonight. Good to see you all in the house of the Lord tonight. Appreciate each one of you. Ryan, let me say again, it is good to have you with us tonight. Appreciate you coming to be in service with us to worship the Lord. Each and every one of you, good to see you here, especially on Wednesday nights. I realize that Wednesday night can be an extra task, working already three days and busy and uh, just got heavy schedules and then the holidays and all that increases every bit of that. And, uh, but we're so thankful to have you with us tonight. Got your Bibles, turn with me to 1 Timothy 6 and 12. 1 Timothy 6 and 12. Praise God. I want to preach a little topic tonight, a subject. It's an old one. You probably have heard it preached a number of different ways and directions. But in 1 Timothy 6 and 12, it says, Fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. I want to preach on that a little bit tonight with the help of the Lord. God, we love you tonight and appreciate you. We're so thankful for your love, your grace, and your kindness. Another opportunity that has been granted and given to us to experience your grace, your love, your compassion. The power of your presence. The power of your word. God, I thank you for every soul that's in this house tonight. As we lift up each soul to be touched. And that your will can be perfected in each heart and soul and life in this place tonight. I, I pray and ask you, God, to help me. Anoint me tonight. Help us with the words and speak the words. And speak them in a manner, God, that they can be received with the anointing of the Holy Ghost and the power of God. I promise you, Lord, all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor be lifted to you and to you alone. As the Lord of our lives, the bishop of our souls, the way maker in this house tonight. In Jesus' name I pray. God bless you. You may be seated. God's been good to us. God's been faithful. And working on our behalves and helping us, amen, again tonight to just join together. We're living in a very troubled time, troubled hour. You can ask about anybody. You can talk to people that don't even go to church. Don't know, knows little about the Bible and just probably what they picked up on the streets and things of that nature. And a lot of them don't even know really how much of it's true and, you know, don't know what's in the book and... But they can tell by the hour, by the events and the things that's going on around us, uh, that we're in troubled times, we're in chaotic times, and uncertain hours that we're living in. And things, 
uh, if, if it can be moved, if it can be shaken, if it can be taken from you. Uh, that's happening. We're warned in the scriptures that even the Lord warned us and just exactly who is he speaking to here with no saints. Amen. But when you start getting into revelations and end time and talking about saints and when, who exactly he's talking to, there's different opinions about that. But we know in the end time that unless the Lord shortens a time, that the very elect, amen, would be lost. We're warned by the scriptures that in the end time that the enemy is going to try his best and do his best to, to cause us to become faint-hearted. Amen. Weak. Amen. Weak in our minds and our hearts, our beliefs, our doctrines and what we, what we have always believed are going to be tested and tried. Amen. And so as I'm still kind of, I guess, in a sense on the same topic of being a soldier in times such as in pandemics and things of that nature. It's not over yet. There's still places it's flaring up. Thank God it hadn't here in George County in a little while. It's calmed down and thank God for that. And uh, let's pray for those in other places that are still struggling with it, battling with it, and having to confront it. God will keep them. And so I want to preach a little bit tonight, talk a little bit tonight, amen, fighting the good fight of faith. Amen. We're soldiers, and this is just one of the areas and one of the uh, weapons that we can use, amen, to help us along this journey that are, that are a must. It must be a part of the utensils that we use as a soldier of God. They must be a part of it. We must apply them. We must uh, uh, apply them on a regular and a daily basis to overcome the enemy. I can tell you this much. The devil's not ever going to slack up on you. Amen. If you get any comfort whatsoever, it's going to be from God. You can read of the Israel, the history of Israel. You can watch them as a physical church and you can pattern us after them in the spiritual realm. Amen. The only time they would get relief and things of that nature is especially when they become obedient and God showed them mercy and would give them rest. But, but many times is after many battles and then God would give them rest for a period of time. But what would happen often is those times of rest, amen, they would find themselves slipping back, slipping back into ease, slipping back into a place of comfort, a slipping back into a place of weakness, slipping back into a place, an area, amen, of desiring things they shouldn't have desired, looking at things they shouldn't have been looking at and being uh, drawn, amen, to worship and you get caught up into worshiping other gods uh, like other nations, uh, beginning to allow their families, their children, amen, their children to get caught up with uh, the unbelievers and, and begin to interchange with them and marry with them and get to, you know, one thing after another and so God would send and battles would come and they would go into captivity and now God would bring those that would deliver them and battles would take place and so what would happen? The great armors of God would rise back up The great he would raise up individuals that would lead great armies and deliverance would come and all of this was a type and a shadow and example but even to you and I, amen and, and so tonight I would like to encourage us amen, faith, faith, there's nothing like genuine wholesome, sincere faith. Amen. Uh, there's a few little golden nuggets I'm going to try to bring out tonight. I, I will not be lengthy. I will watch the time. Uh, I realize we're in school. We're working. I understand that. We can pick up next Wednesday night. And Plus, i got a few announcements I need to take care of at the end of service tonight. So, But we're going to get started in this because I've seen a few things uh, that helped me, I believe, put a few dots together. Amen. About faith and fighting the good fight of faith. Amen. How many of you believe you're in the end time? How many of you believe you're in the struggle of your life? 
life. How many believe there's a spiritual warfare going on? Even tonight, even the heavens, amen. Uh, how many of you believe that we have got a real enemy out there? And I want to talk about that for just a minute, the different uh, ty- titles that he's got um, and the forces, the power that he has. And I'm not trying to build him up. We're, we're, we're taught by the word of God to resist him. But I'm going to tell you here tonight, he's such a deceiver. He has such a method and a way, amen. I mentioned this Sunday night, how he deceived. He beguiled Eve in the garden. That's how the first transaction took place. Was he was able through that serpent, through that beast, through that uh, form of beast, whatever it was, man, to talk to Eve and persuade her, convince her, amen, that she'd be better off by disobeying God and, and the voice of God. And so none those tactics have not changed. And neither are they different from Holy Ghost-filled people, godly people, and individuals that's got any desire of all that wants to live for God and wants to walk in the light and turn to God. I'm telling you tonight that immediately the moment that you something triggers inside you, inside your spirit, inside your heart and mind, amen. I want to live for God. I want to find God. I want to know God for myself. I'm telling you, I'm that immediately in that moment when the de- demonical forces and the rulers of darkness comes to that realization, they're going to start setting up snares and traps and they're going to start setting up means and ways to hinder and prevent you from ever accomplishing that. And so you and I know that the Hebrew writers taught us in 11 and 6 that first of all that we got to believe that there is a God. But whenever you really believe that there is a God, then you got to what? Diligently seek Him. That doesn't mean that we quit even after we experience the foundation, the gospel, the good tidings. But how much more we should seek Him with the help of the comfort of the Holy Ghost that the Bible says that a God and lead us into all truth. Anybody interested in walking in all truth? Anybody interested, amen, being filled up with truth? It's truth that's going to keep us. It's truth that's what's going to get us out of here. You can't walk in error. You can't walk with your head in the sand. You can't walk with your head in the clouds. And you can't walk with your thumb in your mouth. No, you got to walk like somebody's got some faith that believes God and take God at His word. And His word's right and everybody else is wrong. I don't care whose grandma it is. I don't care whose grandpa it is. I don't care what they done or what they didn't do. I'm telling you the word of God is true. I want to believe the word of God. I want to walk in the word of God. I want to walk like I believe it. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. You've got to have it. It's not an option. It's not multiple choice. You've got to believe that there is a God and His world of them that diligently seeks Him. Amen. Praise God. So, as we look at this, Paul's writing to Timothy. First letter, young pastor. Paul's leaving. Uh, experiencing possibly some of his last days, weeks, months upon the earth. And so he's leaving this Timothy, a son of the Lord, to him. Man, some guidance instructions. And so, here he's telling him to fight the good fight. Anybody ever been in a good fight? Praise God. Amen. Sometimes a good fight doesn't necessarily win it. But the real important thing is just keep showing up and just keep crawling in the ring. Every morning you get up, you got to have your mind made up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in the ring. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't know how many, how many, how many swings I'm going to make today. I don't know how, how many times I'm going to dodge today. I don't know all about that. But I know one thing. i got a manager in my corner. 
Amen. And it's a rigged deal already. I'm going to win at the end of the day. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how many times he knocks me down. It doesn't matter how many times. Amen. I have to fall back on the ropes and all that good stuff. And use every tactic. Amen. That God gives me. You know God gives us some utensils too, honey. God's given us some weapons. Amen. Ephesians 6 chapter talks about it. He didn't just leave us out here a bunch of vulnerable. Amen. Now we're talking. Amen. Now I'm going one side or the other. I know we're like sheep among wolves. But on the other hand, we're soldiers. And I'm telling you, God's wanting his church to rise up with the gospel of the truth. We're not ashamed of the gospel because the gospel is what brought us out of darkness. We've been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. And guess what? The rest of the world needs to see this light. And you're the candle and you're the city on the hill. And you're your hope. And if you and I, amen, don't demonstrate that and manifest. And you cannot do it without faith. But if you got faith, you can speak to a mountain archery. From one extreme to the other. Nothing's too small and nothing's too big when you got faith. The challenge, amen, of 2021 is not too big for the church, honey. Technology is not too big for faith, honey. All the mixing and all the messing everybody's doing still is not too big. Not for people. It's got the faith. It's got the mind sold. It's going to fight the good fight of faith. I'm going to hang on to this faith. I know I won't finish tonight. I got about four pages. But I'm just going to start and we'll just go. And there are a few things I thought. And um, one of them's really, really, it's, it's on me. <laughs> Amen. Uh, where does our strength come from? The Bible's taught us our strength comes from what? Joy. Joy. Praise God. Now, I know I've mentioned this in the past. One of my concerns about our time, and even people that receive the Holy Ghost in the last little, well, I don't mean just in the last whatever, uh, the lack of that joy that came with that baptism of the Holy Ghost. Man. <laughs> well. <laughs> That's all right. I just I got faith. I just dig at the stump, and uh, so there, there's a joy that comes of the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, it's nothing like it. I mean, it, it relieves you. It, it it breaks things off of you. You'll do things you'd never dreamed you'd do. You'll act in a way that you'd never dreamed you'd act. Amen. It may have been totally against your character, but guess what? Your character is not controlling you now. You sold it out. You brought under subjection. You experienced something, amen, that you, it's uncontainable. If you can control it, then you probably didn't get it. If you can manipulate it and, and things of that nature. And, and I know there's times, there's times, amen, for some things. But I'm here to tell you of the good, good baptism. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit. And it's just out of a couple of little scriptures. And you may think, well, you way out of context. And that's all right. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. But let's talk about this a little bit. So faith, amen, uh, uh, as we, we watch some of this really begin to unfold. Uh, how do you remember? And I can't remember. It seemed like it was a preacher come one time and told us. And I believe it's a true story. How many of you remember the, 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 the individual came and talked about uh, uh, the black brother that always had a, a, a grandmother in the nursing home. And said every time he'd go and visit her at the nursing home, said one of the first things he would, she would ask him, are you yet holding on? <laughs> Folks, I want to hold on. How about you? It may be Wednesday night, and I know you're weary, and I know you had a hard week and got two more days at least left. But you know what? We're yet holding on. 
Amen. We come to the church. I mean, we come to the church like some people go to the bar rooms. Amen. We come to the church to be lifted up and encouraged. We come to the church, amen, to get what we need to make out the rest of the week. We come to the church by faith, believing that God's going to show up. We come to church on a Wednesday night, believing that somebody can get the Holy Ghost on a Wednesday night, just like they can any other night. We come by faith on a Wednesday night to believe it. You know what? If I can just make it, doesn't matter if I had to crawl in those last ten steps. By faith. I'm going to walk in a place where there's an almighty God and this almighty God can breathe upon me. I'm talking a power that comes from heaven. I'm talking a power that comes by faith in Jesus Christ that can drive cancer out of bodies that can turn up. Tell you in a moment in one service, honey, it can turn the whole thing around. <laughs> Folks, you know, it's you that's coming. You keep on coming. You're doing right. First of all, you're obeying your pastor. Second of all, you're obeying the word of God. Amen. If you got a sickness and affliction in your body and you want to overcome it, I just keep coming knocking. Unless God tells you to quit coming, you just keep coming and knocking. And God will let you know. Amen. But until then, I just keep coming and knocking. I keep coming and let the elders anoint me and pray over me and the prayer of faith has raised me up. He didn't say if it's going to happen one time or second time. It may be six months from now and on a Wednesday night, July tonight. But in a moment, but in a moment, in a moment, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, hallelujah, because this God can work out of nowhere. This God don't have to have all the ducks lined up. This God don't have to have all the, oh no, out of nowhere. By faith, this God can show up and show up. You don't have to wait on special this and special that. Oh no. Faith, faith moves this God. And so we're going to fight. Amen. The fight of faith. I believe it's worth the fight. How about you? I believe it's worth every bruise. That's right. I believe it's worth every time we get knocked down to get back up. Amen. The scriptures let us know about that. Amen. I'm not going to stay there. I'm getting up. By faith, I'm going to get up. I'm not going to die here. Amen. I'm going to overcome this circumstance. This is not what it's going to take me out. Praise God. Praise God. So quickly, we'll go to 1 Corinthians 9 chapter. Spend a little time there. Tonight, amen, and, and I realize uh, even this particular part of this verse, I read it to you because the main reason of the fight of faith, of, amen, is to what is to lay hold on eternal life. That's the goal. That's, that's what we're after. You know, all the benefits and all, there's some benefits in living for God upon this earth. There's some blessings and favors that comes Amen. If our eyes and ears could really be open, we'd probably be shot tonight. Hallelujah. How often God's been with us and blessed us and helped us along the journey. Amen. But uh, eternal life. I couldn't help but think when we were singing that song. Ten thousand years. And not the first time tempted. Not the first time it's ever going to cost your mind or heart that I'm going to lose it. My Lord, have mercy. I know that some preach once saved, always saved, and you live like a devil and be the devil's sister and wife. But I tell you, you can't find that in the book. But I tell you what, you can't find the book. He's going to wipe away every tear, and there will be no pain and no sorrow. And there's going to be a devil, amen. There's going to be a lake of fire, and he's not going to get out. The one that deceived nations and deceived people, but he won't be a loose to deceive anybody else any longer. 
But until then, you and I got to hold on and fight the good fight of faith. No choice, no option there if we're going to make it eternal life. 1 Corinthians 9, know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. This question Paul writes into the current church. He likens this, it's kind of like the Olympics that we have apparently even in Corinth. And that's where even this, the, the fight, the good fight of faith, uh, uh, your commentaries, many believes that this same principle is being set. The f- same ideal from Paul as he is right here to the Corinth church. Amen. About this race and about the struggles and the battles, the competition. Amen. That goes on. Uh, so run that he may obtain. You got to run. You got to get involved. You got to have faith. Amen. You can't just, you know, you can't claim to have faith and no works, but you really show faith by your works, by your actions, by, by your deeds, by your conduct. Hallelujah. How you respond, amen, to his word, to his promises, to his presence, such as we felt in this house tonight. What a grace of God that moved upon this Wednesday night into our midst and into our presence. Amen. Helping us realize again tonight just how, how blessed we are by this grace. We're made overcomers of the rudiments of this world. By this grace that we can live a godly life in this world. It's not our own doing, just not our own power, but we have been been. I've received a kingdom now. Amen. It's just a measure. It's just a down payment. But it's enough. Hallelujah. If we'll walk in and have faith in it. And don't let the devil rob us. And don't let nobody. And no, no evils and things of that nature. So when you begin to talk about the fight of faith. Hallelujah. There's, there's, there's the devil himself. Oh, Lucifer himself. You got the spirits of the world. You got carnality. So there, there's many uh, enemy in a sense that would war against you and I trying to take. Amen. What we have experienced in the direction and what we're setting out to attain. But oh, we got, we're going to have our minds made up that we're going to fight. Young people, let me tell you something. This is the greatest thing there is. Don't let no devil lie to you. Don't let no school. Don't let, I'm telling you, you're fighting the good fight. Experiencing Pentecost for yourself. Getting the baptism of the Holy Ghost and speaking in tongues. Amen. As the Spirit of God gives you utterance. And you make sure it's the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. I don't want my mind to just learn and listen to somebody else and train it. No, sir. I want to experience God for myself. I want to know, amen, He's alive and well and he's everything he said he would be and he promised it he promised it man didn't promise God promised it that he pour his spirit out upon all flesh but I'm telling you we're living in a world today that really don't want the spirit of God they want to do their own thing and they're using churches and religion amen and there's as much corruptness amen across our, our churches across the land and I hate to be this way but I'm just telling you like it is hallelujah I tell you that's really there's so much corruption out there and so many people they won't come to God they look at some of them they, they, they live one way or they work and come, amen, to church tonight like there's something else. But you know what? The people that fight, it's a good fight of faith. you got to fight it at work. There's a place more important than that. And that's at the house. That's at the house. I'm going to fight the good fight of faith. I'm going to hold to that. I know it's right. I'm not going to let the enemy. I'm not going to let the flesh... Let the spirits of the world and the spirits of our time rob us, keep us. So he talks about running and getting this that we might attain.
attain. Attain simply means to secede a man, to, to receive that and, and experience that. Anybody experience the grace of God? Huh? Amen. We've experienced it, haven't we? He says, and every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate. In other words, he is self-controlled. I mean, if he's planning on, you know, if you, you know anything about the Olympics, and I don't know a lot about it, but I can tell you this much. There's somebody probably training somewhere tonight for the Olympics. Somebody will be training tomorrow. They'll be training Saturday. They'll probably be training Sunday. There's a good chance they didn't take all of Thursday off. Amen. Because they're training for the gold. <laughs> they're training, amen, to win the gold, to represent their country. And they want to win it. It gets a hold of them. It's what they eat and dream and think about. Hallelujah. It consumes them. Hallelujah. And so when he's likening this unto something like that, and we can really start beginning to compare. Amen. That first of all, we got to get in the race. We got to get to running that we might attain the prize. Every man that striveth for the master is tempered in all things. Notice, except all things, not just some, not just part. No, they, 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 they have to get controlled. Amen. And they're exercising. They have to have control of their eating. They had to have control of their sleeping habits. They got somebody informing them and telling them. They got somebody over them and they got to submit themselves unto them. If they're going to their trainer, a man that has a better insight than they do of what they're going to try to accomplish and how to accomplish. Woo, come on now, I'm trying to help you here tonight. Hallelujah. God put trainers called a five-fold ministry to train us, to equip us, amen, to watch a ten gold, that we can finish the race, that we can win the fight, that we can be and you can't do it by yourself and neither can Everybody's got to have a pastor. Everybody's got to have a spiritual leader in their life. If you don't have a spiritual leader, then you're trying to do it. You can't fight the good fight of faith without a trainer telling you how to do it and what direction to tell you where your weak points are and work on those weak points and make them strong that you can win the fight. <laughs> Same way with this. Praise God. That's the reason we need the anointing of God. Amen on the fivefold ministry, and it doesn't matter what size a church is. Hallelujah. Every church needs an anointed pastor, an anointed evangelist, and teachers, and prophets in the fivefold ministry. We need this, amen, to help us. Amen. So, so for them to be tempered in all things, praise God, uh, they, they don't get to eat the Big Macs, <laughs> they don't get to eat what they want to, you know. They, they don't get that Neapolitan ice cream. I don't know. That's probably good. That's probably one of the top things on the list. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Hallelujah. But uh, they got certain diets and things they got to eat. Uh, I didn't think about this till now, but uh, man, McCray named Hunts with us. He's got a boy that's going to college, and he's in football. He said he'd come home, come home for Thanksgiving. And man said, I went to get over the refrigerator. I went to open up the refrigerator. going to put the tea in there. He said all of our stuff was shoved out and put over here to the side. Stack of stuff put in that refrigerator. He said that bunch up there wants his son to gain so much weight and all this. So they got him on special food and special things and so much he's got to eat because he's playing football. It's not because he's going to be the next president. <laughs> Amen. But because he's playing football. And you know what? We don't have a problem with that, do we? No, man. We'll, we'll wear your jerseys. We'll eat your food. Boy, some of you looking at me like. Sour grapes. <laughs> Praise God. But you know what? I want to eat this book. 
I want to digest it. I want to get into the inward parts of who I am and what I am. This is the only thing that can drive everything else out. Every lust, every ungodly act, every ungodly deed. It's by the Word of God. We're going to be begotten by the Word of God. We're going to be kept by the Word of God. We're going to be made of overcomers by the Word of God. It's our testimony of the power of the Word of God that's written on the tables of our heart. And because out of the heart comes amen. That's where all the actions and the deeds and the, and the, and the, the, the actions of life itself comes out of the heart. I want my heart to be right. So the only way for my heart to be right, amen, is to eat this and receive it. If I'm going to win this thing, praise God. Boy, I'm telling you, it's going to take me longer. Uh, I therefore so run. Now watch this. Uh, let me back up. Temperate. Now they do it to attain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. All, you know, all the games they win and Super Bowls. <laughs> Who won the Super Bowl last year? What about two years ago? What about 10 years ago? What about 20 years ago? They don't forgot all about that. Those trophies sitting up somewhere collecting dust. <laughs> Ain't a big deal no more. Praise God. But you and I, we're reaching for a, a goal and a crown. It's incorruptible. Man, we're looking. We're looking like Paul said, I'm looking for the appearance. I'm looking for the coming. A crown of righteousness that's laid up. An inheritance that is laid up. An eternal life that is laid up. A glorified body that is laid up. A place to go that you won't never be tempted. A place to go that you won't never have to worry about fighting the good fight of faith. A place to go that you won't never have to worry about a bad attitude or a bad spirit or a bad day. Anybody had some bad days lately? Hallelujah. Your bad days got with it more, more often, amen, than your good days. Hallelujah. You know what? I put on the faith of and the fight of faith and I'd say you know what I fix to turn that around God by your mercy and grace hallelujah I'm going to start having some good days hallelujah I'm going to start winning some battles I'm going to start putting some spirits and some attitudes and whatever else under my feet amen to give me some good days I'm telling you folks we got to be the fighters of faith hallelujah and if we'll be fighters of faith God's going to show up <laughs> and so I therefore so run, not as uncertainly. Oh, I like that term. How many of us persuaded tonight we're going to heaven? How many of us convinced tonight that God, God will answer prayers? How many of you are convinced tonight that God can heal cancer? How many of you are convinced tonight God can cleanse you from sin? How many of you are convinced tonight that God can raise the dead? How many of you are convinced tonight, amen, that He's a miracle worker? How many of you are convinced that He's coming back after church? We're certain about this, aren't we? It ain't, we, ain't, we ain't shooting in the dark somewhere. We hadn't built this thing on man's sayings, but we know in us, because the baptism of the Holy Ghost by the Spirit, it's not just a letter, honey, but there's a Spirit, amen, that's quickened the letter and let us know it's alive. That's the reason we don't have to worry about death. That's the reason, amen, the, the sin lost its sting in our lives and death in the grave is not going to have no victory. No, honey, that's just a common place because we're going to die in a hope. We don't have hope only in this life, but we got hope in the life to come. That's fighting a good fight. He, he would fight uncertainly. He kind of stepped into the ring, amen, with assurance. It's done deal, buddy. You're going down. I'm going to win this thing. I didn't say you weren't going to get knocked down. I didn't say you weren't going to have trials. But you could speak to some of those things and said, that's all right. I'm a winner either way. 
I'm going to win. Because I'm a fighter of, of the faith. I'm not going to lose this faith. Amen. So he wasn't uncertain. That's like the batter stepping up to the, the plate. He don't have a clue where first base is at. He don't have a clue where second base is at. He ain't got a clue where the third base is at. He's just going to step up to the plate. You know, that's the way a lot of people handle religion and handle their souls. I just take my chances. God's gave us a plan. You don't have to take no chances. Boy, you don't hear that preaching everywhere, but I'm telling you, you don't have to take a chance. If you sell out and commit yourself, amen, to become the fighters of faith, honey, you're going to win this thing. Oh, you're going to get knocked down, and there's going to be some bad days, but I'm here to tell you every morning you're going to get up. Hallelujah, and I'm going to rise up. Oh, enemy, don't rejoice against me because I'm going to be back. You got the best of me today, but I'm going to show back up in the morning. Hallelujah. After a good prayer meeting, after a good touch of God, I'm going to show back up in the morning with the grace of God, the mercy of God, the power of God, activated in my life, taking the word of God like a sword. Because we're going to win. goes on he says so fight I you know I've I've heard him a few things back way back seemed like it was George Foreman one time and I'm just something I'm asking God to help me here a little bit remember George Foreman one time if I'm not mistaken I don't remember who he's fighting but Dave was beating the daylights out of him yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, it was for the world champion. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, George Foreman slipped a uppercut or something in. Bam! You watch. It didn't matter how many rounds George Foreman got knocked down. It didn't matter how many points that the, that the referees and the, and the judges, amen, had mocked, had him, had scored against him. Hallelujah. He could have been in the last, last round, amen, between it's a knockout, honey. You might think, well, I'm in my last round. I've been knocked down. I've been almost knocked out. I've been this and I've been that. One eye's bleeding out. My nose is bleeding. Feel like my jaw's broke. But then all of a sudden, but then all of a sudden, seem like out of nowhere. Hallelujah. Second wind comes in. Hallelujah. Second anointing comes. A second touch of God. A thought that rises up within you. A manager in the corner saying, now's your time, honey. Hallelujah. You just send that uppercut and I'll send him on his mat. I'll put him on his back. I'll knock his lights out. He won't be able to say nothing. He won't be able to do anything. Because when I get through knocking his lights out, it'll be a done deal. Say some of you are not interested in it tonight. You want to win this thing or not? It do us good sometimes. God would just kind of wave us over hell every, every so often. Wake us and shake us and stir us and say, I don't want to go there. And I'm willing to put up whatever fight not to go. Petty stuff wouldn't bother you near as much. That's right. He wouldn't. Not somebody's in that ring. Oh, I know it. Those punches, they don't feel good. That sweat rolling down. That taste of blood in your mouth. It, it doesn't, it, you don't really don't like none of that. But you know what? I know I'm going to win. 
<laughs> I know I'm going to be victorious. Hallelujah. My faith hasn't wavered. Hallelujah. I'm persuaded tonight by the grace of God that we sung about tonight. I'm persuaded by the grace of God that showed up in this service tonight that this grace is sufficient. Hallelujah. To get me out on the other side. If I'll just stay in the ring, I mean, I can do nothing but just crawl in and be on my knees. I may not even lift my hands. But when that moment, that hour comes, guess what? Hallelujah. The God that I serve, the gospel that we serve, the gospel that we believe in when everybody else says it's a done deal hallelujah the smell that rises up in you say no I'm a fighter of faith and by faith by faith by faith many are called if you're chosen what's the last one faithful the faithful who's going to make it the faithful who's going to hear him say, well done, that good and faithful servant. The faithful, amen, that was day in and day out. Hallelujah, I'm going to pray. I'm going to love you, God. I'm going to worship you. Hallelujah, I'm going to magnify and exalt your name. I'm going to give you some glory. Hallelujah in this house. Praise God. I, I hadn't looked at time. I got two minutes. <laughs> Praise God. I'm going to bypass a little bit. I want you you all to listen to something right here right quick on these two minutes. You don't mind. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, You know, the first letter that Paul wrote to the Carnate Church, and buddy, he railed them. He worked on them. In the second letter, he begins to write to him. It talks about how that he was, he was kind of you know, sorry for making them sorry and things of this nature. But I want you to look at a, at a verse here. Amen. The 23rd verse of the first chapter. Moreover, I called God for a record upon my soul that to spare you I came not as yet unto Corinth. In other words, he's spilling the rest of the beans why he didn't come. They couldn't have handled it. Uh, you know, basically, that's what he's saying. But listen to this next verse. Not for that we have domination over your faith. That means superior, uh, governed, controlled. I can't do that for you. I'd love to be able to come out there and open you up and pour faith in you and control it for you when you fail to control it. But I can't do it. And neither could Paul with them. He knew that they was going to have to work this thing out by their own faith. Believe in what he had written to them and do what's right. Sometimes fighting the good fight of faith can be very painful. Especially when it involves others. But listen to the rest of this verse. But our helpers of your joy. But our helpers of your joy. I want to help you with your joy. You know why there's not no more joy in the heart in some of his lives? It's because of the lack of faith. I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost tonight. Faith governs joy. Especially in the battle. You got to believe that God's going to see me through. You gotta believe in the heat of that battle. When like you're in a situation that's hopeless, that you don't have the resources or the ability to get you out of it. That's a reason you need divine interventions. 
And when you got that faith, in the midst of the storm, you can have joy. I know a God is going to come to my rescue. I know a God that knows where I'm at. I know a God that can step in on this situation in any moment, any Wednesday night, any Sunday morning, any Sunday night. That's the reason I'm just going to keep on coming. I'm going to keep lifting my hands. I'm going to keep on obeying the Bible. I'm going to keep obeying the Word of God. I'm just going to be faithful because I'm going to be like that little widow woman. I'm just going to get up every morning, amen, and go knock on the door. I'm just going to get up every evening and go knock on the door. I'm just going to keep on knocking until I'm delivered from my avenger. Hey, I tell you, you better get a spirit of fight in you. If you're going to make it in this that time, you better get a spirit of fight, to fight, the fight, fight, the fight. I'm not trying to be ugly, but if you're a pansy and you're lazy and you really don't love it, you're not going to make it. There's something, amen, you got to get a hold of us. How many of you believe this is what Joel prophesied about? How many of you believe this is that? This is that. There's nothing else. We believe that tonight. Sister Ward, y'all can come. I'm, I'm through. Till next Wednesday night. I'll pick up. I, I, folks, please don't. I'm not trying to be cocky. I'm not trying to be a smart act. I'll tell you something. I can't beg you to fight. I can't beg you to have faith. Paul was telling them, we don't have the power, the authority to govern your faith, to control it, to master over it. You got to do that. You got to have your own faith. It's by your faith that you're going to be delivered. It's by your faith that you're going to win the race. It's by your faith. Hallelujah. I'm going to knock this devil out. And that's the reason some can looks like they're having such a, a bad dilemma, bad situation, part of a journey that but they seem to be able to handle it. They seem to be able to put a smile on anyway. They seem to be able to come to the house of God and man, they ain't got no problem, buddy. A little music begins to start, son. You're laughing where there's that. You're thinking, boy, I wonder how they're doing that. How can they be so? Because they know who's going to deliver them. And because of that faith, they can have joy. When you know the end, you ever read a book and you decided to jump through it? You know, you read the first little part and you went ahead and read the last of it. And then you go back and start reading all of it, but you already know the end. You know really what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. Anybody read the last of the book? Did anybody read about where Satan's going to wind up? Does anybody read about where God cast your sins in the sea of forgiveness? Have you ever read who's working on your behalf and is expected in for you? Woo! I know it's Wednesday night, but two in the world said it's got to be dead on a Wednesday night. 
God just wants us to fight. And you know a lot of it. You know a lot of it is? Just staying in the ring. Don't let that spirit get a hold of you. I don't like what they're singing. I'll just stay home. I don't like that preacher. I'm just going to stay home. Huh? So and so this and so and so that. No, not a fighter of faith. Hallelujah. They're going to come and get in the ring anyway. Hallelujah. They're going to stay in the fight. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter. Amen. Who's coming? Who's not coming? They come to fight. They come to fight. They come to fight. They come to be victorious. Everybody needs a good fighter on their side. Every church needs some good fighters. If you got a church that's got the, the fight of faith in them, honey, I tell you, we're going to have revival. You know how we're going to have it? Because we're going to fight the good fight of faith. You know why Sister Deanna's doing a pretty good job? Going to have that baby? Everything's going to be all right? Because she just wouldn't listen to mama. I hope they don't hear this. Wouldn't listen to sisters. And wouldn't listen to all the naysayers. But she listened to the word of God. She listened to a God. Said, no, I can change the circumstances. I can change the situations. And you don't have to wind up like everybody else. Hallelujah, because I'm God. And if you got faith in me, I can do the impossible. Is there anything too hard? Is his arm too short? Has his ear became dull? I don't think so. He still wants to heal. He still wants to bless. He still wants to lift us up. God loves us tonight. He really does. He loves everybody in this house. And you know what? God's expected him for every one of us to be victorious and overcomers in this place tonight. Praise God. I want to sing just a little bit. Then I got something I need to address you. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm sorry I didn't give you a little time there. this Christian race.
burn us up. The water couldn't drown us. The lines couldn't eat us up. The valley wasn't too high. Mountain wasn't too high. And nothing else. Amen. And this is 2021 either. Hallelujah. We're going through by the grace and mercies of Jesus Christ. The author and finisher. He's an author and finisher. Anything he's big enough to start, he's big enough to finish. Hallelujah. Praise God. Lord bless you. You may be seated for a minute. 